Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in between, get ready to embark on a wild, hilarious, and utterly unpredictable journey with us. Welcome to Detour Ahead, the podcast where we navigate the winding roads of life's most peculiar topics and somehow manage to find the humor in every twist and turn. I'm your ever-curious and occasionally bewildered host, Riley, joined by my partner in comedy, the one and only Colo Chu. Together, we're a dynamic duo armed with quick wit, infectious laughter, and an insatiable appetite for uncovering the absurdities <laughs> for uncovering the absurdities that surround us. Now, you might be wondering why detour ahead. <laughs> well, my dear friends, life is full of unexpected detours. You know, those moments when you're cruising along, minding your own business, and suddenly find yourself veering off into uncharted territory? That's what this show is all about. We're here to embrace those detours, to revel in the delightful randomness of life, and to explore the offbeat and off-kilter with an unbridled enthusiasm. Each episode, we'll tackle a different topic that has piqued our curiosity, from the mundane to the bizarre, the ordinary to the extraordinary. Whether we're diving headfirst into the absurdities of pop culture, dissecting the idiosyncrasies of human behavior, or sharing our own hilarious misadventures, you can bet we'll be taking the scenic route and reveling in every unexpected twist. But hey, this isn't just a monologue from us. We want you to come along for the ride. (laughs) Jesus Christ, they wrote me a fucking research paper. Have you figured out the bit yet? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Did you do AI introductions? Yeah. <laughs> There's more. They wrote like fucking three more paragraphs in the five minutes I just wrote. I don't know why they went off so hard. You want to keep going? Just fucking sure. <laughs> keep sure. going. Okay. Fucking why not? Uh, <laughs> but hey, this isn't just a monologue from us. We want you to come along for the ride. We'll be inviting special guests experts, and everyday people with extraordinary stories to join us on this laughter-filled escapade. We'll hear their tales, delve into their peculiar experiences, and add a dash of our signature comedic flair to keep you chuckling throughout. So buckle up, folks. Detour Ahead is your passport to a world of laughter, unexpected detours, and a healthy dose of lighthearted chaos. Join us as we embark on this whimsical journey through the maze of life's curiosities. Get ready for laughter, absurdity, and the occasional existential crisis. That's too accurate. Because with us, every <laughs> detour becomes an adventure. Welcome to Detour Ahead with Riley and Colo Chew. Let's veer off the beaten path and find joy in the most unexpected places. The road may be winding, but trust us, it'll be one hilarious ride. And that's it. That's the intro to Detour Ahead. We God, say that every I, episode. I, I want to do that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> I met in Detour Ahead, and I'll bookmark it. Okay. That's a good. That's a good intro. That's a really good intro. Actually, we're definitely not reading this entire fucking thing every episode. Holy shit! No, every every single episode. You're gonna have to skip the next like minute and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's over. This is our new intro. It's fucking the length of a research paper. That completely blows that blows the whatever I had out the water. So that is too long for Discord. <laughs> I can just send it in two messages, but it's it's just really funny that it's not even Discord can contain such a such an inten- such an intense intro. 
How you doing today, Colo? I'm good. That was a good intro. Yeah, I figured it would be pretty good. I've I've I heard like another podcast and I'm like, wow, this thing really likes to write novels that make the podcast sound really good. Maybe I should try this. And holy shit, they wrote like fucking eight paragraphs. What have you been what have you been doing this week, Colo? We're at that part of the show where we talk about, you know, just just whatever. So tell tell me about tell me about your week, Colo. What have you been doing? You do anything fun? You do anything cool? You do anything sad? Not, you do anything mad? Yeah, anything? Not really. <laughs> just been kind of chilling out um so i got a fitbit for work sick because like i walk around all day i clock like seventeen thousand steps every day at work like set walking Holy like shit. yeah uh Don't you just walk up to doorsteps and that's seventeen thousand steps i walk up to 180 houses every single I guess that's fair, but like, how many steps do you take on average when you walk up to a house? I don't know. Steps? I don't keep track of it. It's also I know you don't like, keep track of it, but like, there's math to be done there, and I feel like that's a large amount of steps if you're only going to 180 houses per day to take 17,000 steps. It seems a little well. I guess that's not just your work steps. It's not like you turned off after. Um, no, but, I don't turn it on just for like on my route like that's wandering around yeah, at the beginning you really of the day do any walking beyond work like don't you just come home and you sit down and then sometimes you go out i mean like when i wake up bar. in the morning i put it on so i'm getting steps to the closet to get my clothes steps to the bathroom steps downstairs steps to the car steps to the building for work steps to the like there's a decent amount of steps in between everything else like in the morning i'm usually starting work at like 2000 Oh, yeah, I guess fair Like, 1,500 to 2,000, but I'm hitting a decent, like, 13 to 15k just at work alone. But, but, um, in terms of, like, work and stuff, uh, on the days that I do work, I'm hitting, like, 7,000 miles of just walk, or not 7,000, 7 miles. (laughs) I'm hitting 7 miles of fucking working. Of just, like, on the days that I work, I walk, like, seven miles, which is crazy. Because, like, it doesn't sound like that much, but, like, that's a lot. I know I'm hanging on your misspeak here. I know I'm hanging on your misspeak here, but, like, is 7,000 miles even real? Like, isn't that, like, how long America is? That's a big number. So... Like I don't think I'm from... I don't think I'm anywhere near seven thousand miles away from you. It's just a it's weird to think about big numbers like that when you're thinking of distance. I'm like, how far That's is that? The distance from New York City to fucking Los Angeles, California is two twenty seven hundred twenty eight hundred miles. <laughs> twenty eight hundred miles. Okay, so seven thousand miles is probably like between the United States and fucking whatever's the farthest away from the United States, fucking Japan? I don't know how far things are from other places. I'm sorry. I I did not do good in geography. Okay, let's look this up now, because I'm legitimately curious. So, so distance from Anchorage, Alaska to to Cape Horn, which is from the southern the like South Alaska, walking all the way down to the tip of South America, is nine thousand nine thousand two hundred miles. <laughs> okay, okay. 
So Alaska to the bo- very bottom of South America is like 9,000. Now all I can think of, are you a JonTron fan by any chance? Not exclusively. I've seen a few things, but not like a lot. Have you seen his uh, Disney bootleg games video? No, I have not. Um, there's just one joke from that that I'm thinking of now, now that we're talking about like long distances, um, where he played a Lion King game where you go to the Great Wall of China because it was like a bootleg game based on some other thing. Um, and then he he was like, <laughs> he's just yelling about it. And he's like, how did the lion walk from Africa to there? It's pretty far. And then he showed like the Google map street of like 5,000 miles. First, he shows like a graphic of Alex from Madagascar just moving on the map from <laughs> Africa to China. And then he's like, it's pretty far. And then it just shows the Google map that says like 6,000 miles. <laughs> That's crazy. But um, yeah. So ever since I got the Fitbit, I've been kind of tracking shit. I've I uh, um I've been trying to like work out. I figured going for a run or like a jog, like like normal white people do. I don't do that. That, that just doesn't. You only white people jog. In my neighborhood, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> no, no, no. That's being stereotypical. But like jogging is stereotypically a white women type deal. I've been known to stereotype, but only about white women. Oh yeah. Like I, I, I will constantly be like, "This is this radiates white woman women energy." Like you're you're acting like such a white woman right now. Like I will, <laughs> I'm a very bad stereotyper, but only for white women. <laughs> like the fact that I've been listening to Taylor Swift nonstop yes, for very like white days on end. <laughs> exactly. I want to go to her tour, but I don't have money. But um, anyway. So I figured out, jo- like, going for a light jog outside is not my thing. So in order, because my stamina is not very, very good. So instead, on the days that I work, I will jog up to the house and walk back to the van every single stop. Because that gives me time to recover and everything. I'm still getting a decent amount of, I'm still running, like, two miles across the day. Um... So I've been sitting at like 215 pounds for like four years now, give or take five to 10. But like I've been sitting above 200 for years now. I've not lost any weight. I've not tried anything. I'm almost under 200 for the first time in four years. I'm at 202.8 right now as of this morning. Nice. Uh, The... You want to guess the motivation for this? Girls getting the beach bod ready for the for the water cosplay time. Yeah, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. It's literally just cosplay. That's it. That's my only motivation is cosplay. <laughs> <laughs> not not health. I should, I should probably start losing weight before I die terribly. It's why I should start losing but weight. I'm like a week away from getting under 200 pounds for the first time in like three four years which is ridiculous and crazy to think about but that's, like that's epic i know the highest weight i ever hit was like 230 and i was like oh that what that's so gross it's I've d- gone, disgusting i've gone over 400 i think See, the highest like, I, the highest I a ever good weighed... weight for you like for like six foot would probably be two 250 to 260 just because of your weight like or my accounting height, for for your height, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. like, I'm five five. Uh, Two hundred plus is not okay for five five. Everywhere remember, on like, the, the highest... internet tells me I'm obese, and I'm like, I'm not. I'm trying like, to remember the I highest weight I've ever but... had. I know, like, 
it, it fluctuated a little bit above 400 and a little bit below 400. And for like years, that's how it would go. It'd be like between like the lowest I would get would be like the three seventies. And then sometimes I would go up to like the four hundreds. And I think the highest it ever got was like 420. But so, yeah, that's new. I'm almost below 200 for the first time in like four years, which is really, really cool. I haven't People made myself are... in many years and I'm very scared to do so. Thankfully, like literally every scale to ever exist on the planet is not good enough to weigh me. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> that's not true. Like they do exist. It's just that like I'm never like at the grocery store and I can just use that scale. Like that doesn't work for me. I got to have like a fucking industrial grade <laughs> scale. Um, so I have not weighed myself in years and I'm concerned to see whether it is around the same or maybe it's gotten better who knows i doubt that or maybe it's worse and it's scary to think that it might be worse <laughs> see the other thing that's given me a little bit more motivation is people are actually starting to notice that i'm losing weight oh hell yeah which feels great i literally went over to rachel's earlier today and her mom was like have you been losing weight and i'm like why she's like because your face looks a lot thinner than normal i'm like I have. I'm down 10 pounds. I got a thin face. Look at, look at me. Thin face color too. Over here. <laughs> Don't patronize me. Don't patronize <laughs> me. Fuck you. <laughs> Don't patronize me. How dare you. <laughs> I keep breaking um, out the Boston accent because my fucking sister's in town who lives in Boston. And my mother lived her entire life in Boston until fucking <laughs> she moved down here. Um, so it's just... They that I beat around them all the time. I'm just starting to break out the Boston accent. <laughs> is that a docks? Bo Boston is a very big city. Boston's big. <laughs> I was about to dox you for a second. I couldn't think of a city that was close to you, so I was just gonna go with your city. And I just I, before I said it, I stopped myself. I was like, like "Oh shit, that's, that's the one." Really, really small. <laughs> <laughs> that's really, really small. Yeah, Boston is like huge isn't it doesn't it have like well yeah it's like saying people? i live in cleveland or columbus or something like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like that doesn't narrow it down <laughs> like no like i could live in the suburbs of cleveland i could live in the suburbs of any major city in ohio it doesn't really matter you just say whenever someone asks oh where do you live i'm like oh i'm from cleveland and yeah, yeah like, that's oh, fair. okay that narrows it down, and I'm not afraid people are going to, like, come after me. I'm not going to say my city. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to narrow it down more than Cleveland. It's northeast Ohio. I yeah, I'm not I, I, I'm literally care. not even sure that my sister actually lives in Boston. That's just, like, the major city. <laughs> yeah, like, there's suburbs. Like, for me, people ask me if I go out of town to, like, Cincinnati or whatever. They're like, oh, where are you from? I'm like, Cleveland. And they're like, cool, good enough for me. I'm like, yep. You just go with the closest city. You might not live directly in downtown of that city, but you live in, like, one of the suburbs or something. But, like, saying Cleveland covers a decent amount, too. Because, like, you got Cleveland, you got Akron, Canton, Columbus. Akron's a little small, but, like, Akron, Canton covers a decent amount. Uh, you say Columbus, that covers the entire middle part of fucking Ohio. Uh, you got Cincinnati, which covers all the way, all the way down there. And then you can say like Toledo to cover the other that other corner. So like 
I don't care. Not, not being not being exposed to Ohio's geography and watching Nickelodeon as a kid has really infected me. Because I cannot think of the city Cincinnati without thinking of Chinsinnati, the fictional city in which Crimson Chin lives in the fairly odd parents. No, no, it's the same thing. It's the same place. <laughs> oh yeah, Crimson Chin's there. It's all the same. It's the same thing. Chinsinnati, Cincinnati. People don't. People just try and hide it because they're shamed. They're, they're ashamed that Crimson Chin has to save their town from the bronze kneecap all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it's not saying boss, saying any major city is not doxing unless you legitimately live in downtown. But yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't narrow it down if I tried because I barely talked to my sister. I don't even know where she lives beyond Boston. <laughs> Just like you, I only I know you live in Cleveland, quote unquote, and that's about it. But uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing, by the way, folks. Uh, my I'm having a little bit of a vacation, a staycation, as people would call it, because I do live in a tourist state. Um, so family comes here to visit. Um, so my sister is in town. Uh, we've been hanging out. I've been doing a lot of walking, a lot of being around people, um, and it's very draining. It's a draining experience. Uh, it's it's been good to see my sister though. This is the first time I've like, m- I've met her adult to adult. If that makes sense, like the last time she was down, I was like thirteen or fourteen, so I hadn't and I sparsely talked to her. Um, so this is like the first time we've really like interacted as two adults. So that's yeah. that's been interesting. She's I was not, just looking up. You could probably for you Airbnb. Nice. Yeah, for you, you could probably say Tampa, and that wouldn't dox you, right? Unless you actually have to go cut that out. But Tampa's close enough, right? The Tampa. I feel like I've said I live in the Tampa Bay area. That's a that's a pretty broad scope. Well, no, like Tampa's not that close to you, right? No man, let's stop talking about it, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I'm not bothering to cut any of this out. Let's not expand it to where I have to. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not afraid of people coming to me because if you come to me and go, "You're Colo Shoe," and I'll be like, "Oh, thank you for recognizing me. I appreciate I it." I don't know how the fuck you know who I am? You, you see, hear my voice, but <laughs> there might be people on the internet who maybe think I should die. <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> See, I've never done anything controversial, so I'm not too worried. I don't I mean, think I could, don't think anything. You could say Orlando. Orlando seems like a safe bet. Yeah, just Orlando. Yeah, that's where I live, guys. <laughs> Confirmed canon. <laughs> yeah, Orlando seems like a safe bet. Except for the fact that I've stated on podcast that I took a bus, a multi-hour bus ride to Orlando <laughs> to see Dingy. Anyway, not much know. else has been really going on. All my cosplay stuff is in for the con in a couple yes. weeks. Um, I just found out today that... So my plan was for the week before uh, con, I take... So for, conve- for for the con, I take Thursday through Monday off, right? Yeah. Since I work Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday... I'm technically missing four days. I make up two of those days on the Wednesday before and the Tuesday after. I just found out today that I have to go. 
I have to be there on Wednesdays. So now I have to go and bother work people and be like, Ayo? Yeah, no, hey. no Wednesday. Sorry, I gotta put PTO in for that day. <laughs> but, like, I have a ridiculous amount of PTO. I have 38 hours, and I spent... Thir- I spent 30 hours on vacation when I went on vacation back in uh, December. I spent 30 hours of PTO that day, right? And you still have 30 hours left now? I have 38 right now. Holy shit. Dude, it's nice. I don't even get PTO at my job. See, my PTO is cumulative. So the more you work, the more PTO you get. I think it's like every 10 hours you get, you get 30 minutes worth of PTO. So I'm getting two hours worth of PTO every week. Because even though I, uh, fuck, what was I saying? Even though I work 35 hours a week, I'm still counted as a part-time employee. Because you can count as a part-time employee up to 40 hours. So that's that's how my company operates. So unfortunately, no PTO <laughs> for your boy. Penguin said, aw, how cute to the thing you posted. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, PTO for my job is pretty, pretty good. So I, I have no qualms about using it for that Wednesday. I also never use PTO. I just call off every two weeks or something Fair. like that. <laughs> I, know, I don't use PTO because I can live off of 30 hours a week. I just choose not because extra money is nice. So money is a good. Like, I can budget all of my bills and not have any spending money at 30 hours a week. I can live fine on 30 hours a week. I just choose to work 40. Because that extra 10 hours means a lot more money for me to go waste on stupid shit. I'm the middle ground. I I could be working, like, 39, uh, but I'm working 35 uh, because I want to work more than that. (laughs) I don't want to do eight-hour workdays. That sucks. Seven hours sucks enough. <laughs> Dude, I do nine to do ten five. hour work Those li- That was the life back when I started working. It was, um, I would have four five-hour shifts and one seven-hour shift every week. I, was, I, I worked a 27-hour work week, and it slapped. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but as I, as I moved up in the world, I had to pick up more hours. Um, there was a point much more recently where I had four, I was doing a four and three work week. I was doing eight hour days, but I was doing four of them. Um, and that was the life. Um, but unfortunately when I got moved up to it, um, I was, I was pressured into picking up a fifth shift. Uh, so unfortunately I have to do that. Um, but I was like, I'm not doing five, eight hour shifts. I'll do five, seven hour shifts. And that's, that's where I am now. Yeah. It's not that bad though. Yeah, it's not bad. And I get weekends off, which is not, it's a rarity at my company. They're, they're very like, you gotta work a weekend. That's like one of the things that they ask of you. Um, but I did, uh, when I first started doing IT, I was Sunday through Thursday. Um, and then like all the problems started coming up on Friday, like every week for like three weeks in a row. And they're like, okay, we need you here on Friday. You can, you can be Monday through Friday if you want to. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, not much has been going on. Just Figuring shit out, saving money for con, waiting for it. It's gonna be a great time. I'm gonna be gone yeah. that weekend, by the way. The I know. First We've weekend. talked about it plenty of times. I know. But I'm keeping I'm keeping you updated. Fair. Understandable. Because you know, we gotta it's either we miss that week, you do it yourself with and find somebody else, or 
we plan ahead and pre-record a video so that I can miss the immediate week after. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If we if we re if we record in advance, then obviously you're gonna miss the week after. That's just how it works. That's just the the creed of Detour Ahead. I feel like I don't want to make a habit of doing it without you. Like, even the one time, I still feel kind of dirty about. Like, this is definitely, like, a show that is both of ours. And it feels weird to just, like, do it without you. Not that I mind. And, like, if you ever had to do it without me, I wouldn't complain. It just feels weird to not have both of us present. Yeah, but there were no hard feelings about that, because I legitimately forgot it was Saturday. Yeah, that I mean that one was on you a little bit. I I I was like, I'll just do it because it'd be fun. I was ready to like just record that and throw it away. I'm like, if Colo even has a little bit of a problem with this, I will delete it without looking twice. Like I'm just here for for the the good times. Um, right, but you were so, cool with it. So I was doing. I'm playing with a candle, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I was doing a little science. Where I hold the can, the bottom of the can above the candle, and make it get hot. Apparently, the entire can gets hot if you hold it above fire. <laughs> yeah, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot. <laughs> I might be blonde, but I am not dumb. Do not judge me. More, more stereotypes: white women and blonde white women. That's a subsection. <laughs> <laughs> blonde I might be blonde, but I am not dumb. Debatable. Dumb is in the eye of the beholder. Understandable. <laughs> um. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up. Your name is no longer spelled dumb. It's it's no longer spelled wrong. R i e l y. It's spelled correctly. I found the wor a worse way to spell your name. Oh, I've seen every way in the book. What is it? R E L E no, R E Y L E Y. That's that's Rayleigh. That's not Riley at all. Or maybe it, no, there was no E. It was R Y L E Y. Riley. That 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 makes more sense, but it's still weird. I've seen the whole fucking gamut. I've seen somebody write my name down like on an Arby's receipt as R Y L E I G H. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do you get this? Why is this your assumption when somebody says Riley? Who like, do you I, think you are? <laughs> like, I know what people assume. Nobody's going to assume my spelling. Everybody thinks it's R-I-L-E-Y. That is the way you spell Riley, by default. I don't know where these people are coming up with fucking R-Y-L-I-E and fucking R-I-L-E-I-G-H. Like, what the fuck are these people on about? Like, even if you've seen it spelled that way before, you'd have to think you have the common sense to be like, there is like a 5% chance this is correct. Whereas if I just write R-I-L-E-Y, there's probably like a 50% chance. Fucking quirky ass spellings. Sorry, I'm getting way too into setting this can on fire right now. Yeah, stop fucking <laughs> burning yourself instead I'm of doing myself. the podcast. I didn't burn myself at all. I just noticed that, oh, can above fire, get hot. Put down. <laughs> you do not have pen with fire. I just want to see if the fire will put a hole through the metal. Fi and it fire won't. bad. <laughs> Look, fire is very, very cool. Very primal. Was the what was the caveman's name Grug? I Grug. remember I re when Grug learned that lesson. What, how far he's come. Grug is a successful businessman now. He's actually the CEO of Detour Ahead. Google. 
<laughs> oh, I was gonna say he's the new CEO of Detour Ahead. No, 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 because that's not a lucrative business. He he's actually the CEO of Google now, Grug. Uh, the, he's gone. He's come so far. I mean, and me, me, Colo, and Jason really, really helped form him into the man he is today. And now he's he's the CEO of Google. So, everybody, round of applause. For <clears throat> and that, folks, is exactly how you reintroduce a caveman to society. We have come full circle. That is the end of Detour Ahead. <laughs> Thank it's you everybody over. so much the for listening. The whole show's done. Now I have to have ChatGPT write me a goodbye. <laughs> um. Anyway, goodbye. You, would you would like to get into... I, I have a question for, for you. Oh, this sure. Is... Lay, lay it on me. Okay, so this was proposed to me by somebody else. This is not my question, but I figured I'd bring it up because it sounds like a good talking point for It podcasts. sounds like the kind of shit Jason would come up with, so I assume you have a similarly chaotic friend who brought this to your attention. Yeah, it was in our con group chat. So, uh, if, a vi- if a vampire becomes a cop, would they be able to enter your home with a warrant? Now, unfortunately, Colo, my brain functions very logically sometimes, and I might have to ruin this immediately. Are there not other cops who could enter first? Doesn't doesn't matter, because that vampire cop can't go in unless only talking about him. But like, if there's another cop who can just say, "Hey, we have a warrant. You have to let us both in," and then the person's like, "Okay." See, see, that's no fun. This vampire cop is by himself. That's the stipulation. Don't analyze this. Okay, okay. If a vampire becomes a cop, if a vampire cop had a warrant, can he enter your home? That's the question. He needs to be invited, right? Yes, but I guess... Does being invited by the legal system count as being invited? See, that's the whole thing, is (laughs) which one rules over which? Supernatural or the law? Does does the system? No, no, no. Like it is the supernatural. Like a hundred percent. The it still holds. The question is whether the search warrant would count as an invitation. Whether having a search warrant counts as an invite into a home. And I guess that's really up to interpretation. I would say no, because I feel like invite means like the person personally invites you there. Um, see, but that's, I can see that's it going what I said. Way. That's what I originally said too. Was that the vampire needs permission from the person who owns the house? The person residing in the house needs to give the vampire permission. The permission does not come from an outside source because you're letting evil into your house. You're inviting it in. Now, okay, so we've gotten your perspective. We've gotten my perspective. I think there's a very important third person whose perspective we need to get on this question. I want to know what ChatGPT thinks about this. <laughs> that is very interesting, actually. Let me, let me consult him. Let me consult our boy ChatGPT real quick. So the question is... Um, hold on, I'll just copy and paste it right from your DMs, right from the horse's mouth. If a vampire became a cop, would they be able to enter your home with a warrant? Okay, let's see it. Okay, it's writing. Okay, here we go. So, ChatGPT says, If we imagine a scenario where a vampire, with all the typical traits and abilities commonly associated with vampires, becomes a police officer, it would depend on the specific rules and limitations of vampires in that fictional universe. 
Different stories and mythologies depict vampires with varying abilities and weaknesses, so the rules may differ. In many vampire mythologies, vampires are often depicted as being invited or granted permission to enter someone's home. If this were the case, of the vampire cop would likely require an invitation or consent to enter a private residence, even with a warrant. Without the homeowner's permission, the vampire cop might be unable to physically cross the threshold of the house. However, it's worth noting that fictional universes can have their own unique rules and interpretations. In some stories, vampires might possess the ability to bypass such restrictions even without an invitation. Ultimately, the limitations and abilities of the vampire cop would be determined by the specific fictional world in which they exist, which we knew that already, uh, but ChatGPT did answer for us that if it is that that way, then likely they would not be able to enter without being invited by the by the homeowner. So, like, it was just a question. This didn't have to take up, like, the entire fucking hour. Yeah, I was way. like, I don't know how I'm going to stretch this for 20 more minutes. I'm really... <laughs> I'm really running out of material here. No, this did this did this was not planned. This was just an opener to get us talking. That's it. It's literally just like an icebreaker type. Deal. <laughs> Except we did we did it 30 minutes in. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. It's just that that's it. But um So, there's a movie called The Exorcism of Emily Rose, right? Okay. Uh Basically, the priest conducts an exorcism, and it's like it's a court case movie about an exorcism. The priest conducts an exorcism on Emily Rose that ultimately kills her. Now, I'm not going to tell you the outcome of the court case, but it was basically who was at fault for this girl's death? Was it the priest? who conducted the exorcism that ultimately killed her? Or was it something else? Was it the fact that she could, she had undiagnosed schizophrenia or she had undiagnosed this or that? It, who Does schizophrenia kill a person? How did they die during this exorcism? If you said that, I missed that part. My apologies. Basically, like, extreme stress. Oh, okay. from She could have had schizophrenia and part of that being part of that being thinking she was possessed or acting possessed one of her uh how do you put it personalities could have been yeah. could have been possessed like po- acting possessed by the devil the family was very religious so they called a priest in to do an exorcism the exorcism could have brought out one of those more violent personalities and due to extreme stress from said personality, she ended up dying. Now, is the priest at fault for that? Or was it some, like, was the priest guilty for her death? Or was it because of, like, religious reason, reasons that she died? If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that makes sense. Um, I feel like it's not really anybody's i can't think of whose fault it would be like i can't think of anybody to blame so what i'm getting at this also ties into vampire cop Uh (laughs) okay okay good i'm glad it's all connected (laughs) it's all connected don't worry um do the courts have authority over spiritual matters shit that's that's the big that's like the big overlying question that got asked 
was do courts have authority over spiritual matters? Because if the courts have authority over spiritual matters, then the cop can then the vampire cop can enter the house given given they have the proper warrant. However, if the courts do not have authority over supernatural or spiritual matters, then the vampire cop cannot enter, thus making the priest uh, not guilty in the death of this girl during the exorcism as well. Huh. Does th- I feel like the court has authority over everything is the real answer, but like... I guess there's not really laws in the books for that sort of, like, scenario. So that's... I don't know. This is a puzzler, Kolo. You're really presenting me with a little bit of a, a, little bit of a thinker here. What do you think? Okay, give me some of your thoughts. Give me, what are you thinking? So, you should have asked me before I went and looked up the outcome of the court case for oh. Emily Rose. Which was based on a true story, by the way. Um, the girl that Emily Rose was based off of was uh, Annalise Annalise Michael. The priest was was found guilty for negligent homicide. Okay. Um. So that does mean so basically, uh, it was like in the seventies. Um. She had a seizure at the psychiatric hospital where she had been staying. She described seeing devil faces at various times of the day, uh, intolerant to Christian sacred places and objects such as crucifixes and churches and stuff like that. The priest goes to perform an exorcism because that's what the parents wanted. Um, And basically it just, it killed her. on on July 1st, 1976, she died in her home. The autopsy report stated the cause of death is malnutrition and dehydration, resulting from almost a year in a state of near star- starvation while the rites of exorcism were performed. Which means that's why it was negligent homicide. Uh, both parents and the priest were all were all sentenced for the death of this girl as well, for negligence. Which means that the court, in terms of this, in terms of like the movie and what actually happened, the court does have authority over spiritual matters. Just because you were performing an exorcism does not mean that you get to go free because somebody died d- during. I still think the vampire needs to be br- needs to be invited in. By the way, that's my personal opinion. No, Supernatural does take hold over the court system. Interesting. So, just a little fun fun fact. Not really fun, but a fact. Not a, a fact lot of people are sport. like aware of, which is really, really cool. I did not actually... I knew about the movie, but I never really looked into... Um, the actual contents of said movie? the actual story behind the movie. Because, like, that's really interesting. If somebody dies during an exorcism, who's at fault? Do you take into account physical matters, or do you take into account spiritual matters as well? Because there is a separation of church and state here in the United States. 
can't speak for anywhere else because I don't really pay attention anywhere else. So I'm a little ignorant on that. But I do know separation of church and state in the United States is a very, very big thing. So once spiritual matters are taken into account in court system, then things can get dicey. But I figured it was just a talking point for us. What do you think? Uh, that's interesting. I didn't know about this case. Um, I guess the outcome makes sense. It's just kind of a weird question of how how these sorts of things work out. Like, I don't know. If I were the judge in that chair, I don't know if I'd make that same decision. There's definitely a lot of different avenues to consider. So it's definitely a very uh, fascinating case. Yeah, just just a little talking point. That's all. But I, don't, I, don't, I didn't want to make like a full episode out of this. Just I wanted to get your opinion on it as well. It's not like a full topic. There's absolutely no way we can do a whole fucking episode of this. But um, speaking of interesting court the, cases, I do have a question for you. You this fucking is... bitch! You uh, fucking bitch! I was literally uh, doing a segue just when you were doing a segue. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck you! Go ahead. We cross streams. We cross our segues. No. <laughs> Let go. What is your? Question? I was making a Ghostbusters reference. I wasn't talking about piss streams. Go Everybody on. knows you don't cross streams. That's dangerous. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but my question is, do you think there is a more than 0% chance that O.J. Simpson is innocent? And if so, what do you think might have really happened? God, dude, that brings me to the TikTok that I found the other day. Did you find a TikTok about the O.J. Simpson case? No, I found an O.J. Simpson TikTok. Oh yeah, he's, he was, he's out. He's making funny little videos. Yeah, he was making he's making videos on TikTok, responding to like comments. And I'm not gonna like I don't remember exactly what happened. I don't know. I kind of do. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, someone commented, "Do you think Jeffrey Dahmer is innocent?" <laughs> uh, and what did OJ say? He said, "I'm not. I'm not liable to answer any of these questions." <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that's a I fair response funny because to that. he 100% did that shit 100% guilt but due to Jeffrey or OJ or both <laughs> OJ both of them did it both of them are okay. guilty <laughs> okay, okay 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 I'm not standing Jeffrey Dahmer I don't do that no I'm not Meaning saying you're standing bad. Jeffrey Dahmer you were saying somebody was guilty and I was wondering if you were talking about him or about OJ Oh, I just didn't get who you were talking about. I know you believe. I know now you believe both of them are guilty. I know there are people out there who believe that O.J. Simpson is innocent, which I guess is a fair thing. Maybe you just have a lot of faith in the legal system. He was found innocent by the courts, um, but obviously the circumstances um, and also the fact that he wrote a book called "I Didn't Do It, But If I Did, Here's How I Did It." And it was a very extensive. A very yeah. thorough, detailed <laughs> recounting. Read that goddamn book. <laughs> God, that what what a fucking great way you get away with fucking murder, and then you go write a book on how you fucking did it. But you if I, it, I didn't do it, but if I did, here's how it would have <laughs> happened. Oh man. Although I have heard like theories, like I don't know if OJ has claimed this or like if it's just like the internet that has claimed this, but I have heard like real theories where people do bring in like actual, not like real, but, like conspiracy theory level of like evidence that may, might make you go, hmm, but obviously isn't like true. 
Um, I have heard people theorize that it it was his son and that he was framed. And that's why the glove didn't fit, because the glove did fit his son, who did it, <laughs> and framed OJ for it. That's that's like the conspiracy theory that I've heard. Yeah. So my segue, which okay. means absolutely no sense anymore, because yes, we now completely for Colo Tuesday. Talking. So we were talking about supernatural and court cases, right? Yes. You looked at court cases and was like, boom, segue. OJ Simpson. <laughs> I looked at Supernatural and like, boom, segue. We both went, we were traveling on the same goddamn path and both went completely, di- we took one part of what we were talking about and went on two separate fucking paths. This is the Fuck split you. timeline where we're going to get a glimpse into two different potential futures. Um, this is the the end of your glimpse into this timeline. Now we're going to travel back in time um, to the moment where that segue happened. And this time Kolochu is going to get to do his part. Um, so we're going back in time right now. Uh, wow, that was a really interesting court case. Fuck uh, you. Coach. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> God, speaking of supernatural, not court cases, but supernatural, do you believe in ghosts? I do. A you do? Bit, do you have any evidence? Do you, why do you believe in ghosts? Because, like, you know, I've heard and seen things that, like, maybe there is a logical explanation, but, like, it seemed at the time like it was a ghost. And, like, I've heard stories that I do believe that seem very supernatural. Um, But at the same time, there's obviously no, like, real definitive proof, so it's hard to believe 100%. But, like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I don't believe believe in ghosts. I'm not like, ooh, there's ghosts everywhere. They're gonna get me. But I'm like, maybe there's a ghost. Because, like, I feel like I've I've heard and seen enough that maybe that's true. You know, I'm, I'm very I'm very indecisive on ghosts. Ghosts like, are 100 percent real, 100 percent. Okay, leave it to white women uh, to believe in illogical things like ghosts and uh, astrology. <laughs> you probably believe in astrology, don't you, Kolochu? No. Oh, okay. You you haven't been <laughs> you haven't identified Pisces. as a white woman for long enough yet. It hasn't infected you. I know you yet. a lot about Pisces, and I know that Pisces women are super fucking cool. And all Pisces men that I've met are either gay or really fucking yeah, douchebags. Here's the thing, right? People claim they don't believe so, in astrology, like, and then they're like, "Yeah, but I Pisces, like, they're all super chill. Like, they they're like, I don't believe in astrology, but here's traits that I." associate with astrological signs. That means you do believe in astrology. <laughs> I believe in one-twelfth of the goddamn zodiacs. You, you only thing. believe in Pisces? Because that's what I am, <laughs> so, I can, so I can discern. I look up what Pisces is, and I go, okay, I identify as that. And then every other Pisces I've met either fits it or doesn't. And if it doesn't, then I know exactly the fact that like all Pisces women that I've met are exactly like me and super super chill almost every single man who was who is a pisces is a piece of shit <laughs> in my opinion from the ones that i have met that's it that's all i believe in that's all i know because i haven't done research into the any of the other ones so nothing's nothing lines up i don't know what a fucking leo is or a scorpio i don't know i, any I of never those, retain I don't any of it i've definitely had it described to me because i've been i've been friends with several white women who have told me all about signs 
um, and how they hate Geminis and like, oh, you're a Leo? I'm a Leo too. Oh my god, like, I just... I just know about Pisces because that's what I am and that's what I'm familiar with. I am not familiar with any of the other signs whatsoever. Because I don't care. <laughs> I just care about Pisces because that's when I was born. Fair. True and fair. Like, sun sign, zodiac sign, rising moon sign. I, I don't fucking care. I know what mine are because some people ask me and I'm like, oh yeah, here you go. And I know mine like, too. Oh, of course like, you're this. Of course you're. Of course you're this and that. And I'm like, yeah. Because I feel like I there has totally to be like some level it. of there has to be some level of like weird copium to that, right? It's like the same thing, like when you have like somebody who can communicate with the dead, and they kind of just like talk their way into. You know how they do it? They're like little scam where they're like, I see a loved one that you lost long ago. Like, they just make very broad statements until they narrowed into something and they attack it. Like, yeah. I feel like it's that same way where it's like, where, where people will like hear your sign and they'll be like, oh, I get that you're this sign because this sign has these traits and these actions that you've done line up with these traits, but like, it's kind of reaching a lot of the time. Um, I think wow, it's Pisces similar. are really kind and thoughtful. That's totally you. Oh my god, it's <laughs> totally <all> you. <laughs> no, zodiac signs, um, crystals. I don't believe in crystals. Crystals are absolute, absolutely fucking stupid. I don't like them. Uh, you can't charge crystals. You can't do that. I will take a hard stand on that. Jo crystals are real. Um. J.O. crystals are real. You can you can get one and you can go jack it with your bros and you'll charge up the J.O. crystal. It's real. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> have but you like, seen the J.O. crystal? Meme? No, I have not. <laughs> it's just like some dude literally put out an ad for for bros to come J.O. with him because he has this J.O. crystal that if you, if you jack it with your bros, it'll charge up the crystal and... <laughs> give you great power or some shit. I don't know. But he wanted to charge up his J.O. crystals. And he had to do so, he had to jack it with some bros. G girls aren't allowed. It only works for men. J.O. crystals are <laughs> one-gendered devices. Oh, my God. But, like, no, crystals are dumb. You can't charge crystals. I don't believe it. Some people do. But, no, ghosts? Ghosts, though? Ghosts are 100% real. I know I've told my ghost story on here before, right? Have you? Have I the told mine? The shower ghost story? I, I do not recall a shower ghost story. Okay, so this was back when I used to live at Old House, right? Okay. Um, before I moved. So back in like 2019-ish era, 2020. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I get home from work relatively early. Nobody's home. Everybody's still at work. Uh, I know because all, there's no cars parked on the drive in the driveway or on the street around the house, so nobody's home. Uh, anytime I come in, usually it's check with friends, see what everybody's doing, then go off and do your own thing. Nobody was home, so I was like, "All right, cool. I'm gonna go take a shower because it was a long day, right?" So what happened was mm -hmm. I hop in the shower, I'm vibing, I'm minding my own business, and someone knocks on the door. So I go, "What?" No response. I hear footsteps walking away. And I'm like, alright, yeah, go fuck off. I don't care. Like, I'm say saying that in my mind, but I just go back to the shower, right? Yeah. Like, a few minutes later, so, 
the shower, the shower wall, right? Shared yeah. a wall with my bedroom where like my desk and computer were on that wall. I hear pounding from the wall in my bedroom while I am in the shower. Mind you, nobody is home. I get changed. I turn that shower off. I get changed so fucking quick and go and like I fucking froze. I was like, no, no, no. I don't want to die today. So I cautiously exit the room, the the bathroom, after getting changed and putting clothes on, because so, I don't want to die naked, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've that's like a scenario that I've thought of. Like, what happens if you're like if somebody breaks into your house and tries to kill you and you're naked? Because like you can't just like leave the house because then you're naked and you're outside. You can't do that. Like, how do you escape? You can't. Yeah, but who's gonna kill you if you're naked? Who knows? If you have a murderer who's after you when you're naked, like, what do you do? If you have a murderer I wonder, who's after could you, you when you're clothed, you get could naked. You get, could you get out of a public nudity charge if that was the explanation? If you can prove that you were getting, like, if there was, like, a legitimate murderer. If there was a man with you, a weapon coming after you in your own home and you had to run outside of your home naked, like, I wonder. Dude, if you that's could... another court case we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I was naked in the streets in front of the school because I was about to get murdered. Because I was being chased by a murderer in my own home, and I had to escape, and I was naked, and I had no time to obtain clothing. I feel like... I feel like you could get out of it. I feel like you could. Because that's a life-or-death situation, so hmm. you're not thinking correctly. If you can if you can get out of a murder charge for killing somebody in self-defense, I feel like you can get out of a public nudity charge because you had to escape a murderer via being naked outside. <laughs> but um anyway. So I hear the pounding, I get changed, and I cautiously like I kind of just stand in the bathroom. Because the bathroom door is always locked. Always. Whether I'm taking a shit, I'm pissing, showering. It always gets oh, yeah, me too. privacy. For sure. Like, even before this happened, it always gets locked, right? So, I stand there, I listen for literally anybody walking around, I yell out, hey, is anybody home? And I hear nothing. So, I exit the bathroom, and, like, I go, first thing I do is I go into my room, and I'm like, there's nobody here. I check the closet, nobody there. I go over to Gage's room, and Eli's room, I knock on the doors. Nobody's nobody's answering. I open the doors. Nobody's there. Check the whole house. Nobody is home. That's a fucking ghost. That is a fucking ghost. And I know 100% that house was haunted. Or like um, maybe there was something wrong with the pipes. Nope, there's or... no pipe. There's no piping on that wall. There's no piping on the side of a on the side of a shower. There's none. There's nothing. Because we've had, it was a very, very drafty house, so, like, a lot of the doors opening on their own could be explained by that. Um, Val went to go take a a nap in that house, and she was like, hey, I'm going to take a nap, I'm going to lock the door. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, about an hour goes by, and she comes in. I don't leave my room. Uh, I was gaming or probably talking to you guys or whatever. She comes in, and she goes, did you open my door? I'm like, no. What do you mean? She's like, well, my door's open. I'm like, 
well, yeah, because you left the room. Duh. She's like, no, 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 no. Come here. So we walk over to her room. The door is open and it is locked. I'm like, I have not left my room since you said you were going to take a nap. She's like, then why the fuck is my door locked and open? I'm like, fucking ghosts. I don't know. Yeah, ghosts. <laughs> ghosts. You, you get it. You get it. Um, um, we had ma- multiple. Hold on. The, okay. the, this is a house story. This is not just one individual thing. Okay, okay. Um, we had multiple cats that would go into the basement and meow in the back corner. Just Aww. sit there, look up and meow like cats Aww. do. Yeah, yeah. The animals really se- like sell the story to um, my dog, my current dog, Cooper, uh, whimpered. He's never whimpered in his life. He whimpered when I started going downstairs. I picked him up. I was like, come on, buddy, let's go downstairs. And he started visibly shaking when he at the like at the action of oh, going down the stairs buddy animals don't like the basement they act weird in the basement plus the doors and the bathroom no that house was haunted 100% that's why i believe in ghosts yeah that's fair uh, i was going to say to go back to the bathroom door story i wanted to make an addendum this is a funny story it has nothing to do with ghosts it's just a Funny little anecdote. I might have even told it on the show before. I think I talked about it on a podcast semi-recently. Um, so I do lock the door no matter what when I'm in the bathroom. If there is anybody else present in the house. If there isn't, door is open. Nope. Like, no, 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 fucking, fucking That's how you die. That is how you <laughs> die with your dick between your legs. Absolutely <laughs> fucking not. No. No. no, no, no. But I'm like, I will. I don't care if, if everybody's home. I don't care if nobody's home. That door is locked. It's hundred percent of the a, time. It's kind of a weird habit that I have. If nobody's home, I will. I will like piss with the door open. And what I'll also do is like, I won't bother pulling my pants up until I've already exited the bathroom, basically. Um, and there was one day where my friend Lily, who would just walk into my house without knocking was like 0.2 seconds away from seeing my ball sack because I was I had just gotten those pants back on and she opened the door and I'm like you were like very close to seeing something you did not want to see Lila you gotta start knocking Jesus but yeah having, house, having friends like that is a, is a prospect is a scary prospect <laughs> just like at any point she could have entered my home like i'm glad she's not around anymore because now i'm thinking about that and i'm like if i had a friend like that now that would freak me the fuck out <laughs> like <laughs> like if i if i know my mom's not going to be home if no car pulls up in the driveway and suddenly my door has opened and somebody has entered that is that is freaky uh so i'm glad as much as i miss having her around i'm glad she does not live in this neighborhood anymore because i don't know if i can handle it nowadays <laughs> I've I've gained a new level of anxiety since I was a young young boy with a, with a still with a glint of hope in his eyes. Um, now I'm just like the whole world freaks me out, and I do not want somebody to just walk into my house that I'm not ready for. Dude, the world is a fucking scary fucking place, man. It's true. I had like an arc, like when I was yeah. This is I guess a little bit TMI, but it's like it's a funny thing to talk about on a podcast. I had like an era of my life where like. I was naked as often as possible. Like, I still hate wearing clothes to some extent, but, like, at least, like, I'll put 
at the very least, I'll put some fucking underwear on at all times when I have to, like, leave a room at any, in any point. Um, I used to, like, just, like, wrap a blanket around myself and still remain naked as I, like, walked among the house. Like, I wouldn't... <laughs> there was a solid... There was a solid few years there where I was just like, I do not want to put clothes on, I will be naked. That's gotta be, like, a, your Home Alone type deal, though. Like no, even even when, that's why I put the fucking blanket on, Cola. If I was home alone, I, sometimes I wouldn't even bother with the blanket. <laughs> God, just slinging sausage all goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> a little, yeah, it was it was a multi year arc. I used to sleep naked. That lasted See, a lot longer. That's normal though. That's that lasted normal. a lot longer. A lot I don't do that. do that anymore. Like I'll sleep in underwear and like a t shirt or something like that because pants are restrictive when I'm sleeping because that makes sense and that's normal. No, never like, naked. Uh, never naked. Uh uh-uh. uh. Absolutely fucking not. Never naked. It's way too vulnerable. Someone's gonna kill me in my sleep the minute I I You also have like that. roommates. Like the the worst that's gonna happen is my mom's gonna see me. Like she she like I was in the shower with her when I was a kid. She's seen it all before. But yeah, but you you're have, like, like a grown you have, like, ass man now though. Like Well yeah, this is no. a few years ago. I was I was still grown. Like I was still like fucking twelve or like this probably was like between like ages thirteen and fifteen. Oh, that's, um, so, that's so weird. That's so weird. I'm maybe sorry. Maybe it was longer than that. It definitely ended at 15, but I think it started more like at the 10 range. <laughs> like, I know my life choices and what I choose to wear day to day, but god damn, that's so weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, man, I hate clothes. I just don't like the feeling of it on my, of things on my body. Like, I would... If I, I thought this is like one of my this is an issue from episode one of Largest Issue in the Galaxy was clothes. If I could live in a world, if I could live in a society where we were all naked at all times, I would love that. No, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I couldn't. But like, if it was all of society, it would be normal. Like, no longer it would, would be normal. Would, but like, you can't. Shameful. It would be very, very hard to present how you want to, though. You would have to be. That's sure. true. It'd be hard to exactly how you, work, how you are. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That that is a fair con to that uh, particular set of circumstances. Uh, but you know, I just but I want I want to wear clothes. I don't want to do it. I don't at know. Very, at, at the very least, no more, no shirt, no shoes, no service signs. God damn it. If I want to walk in a store without a shirt, I shouldn't have to doubt that I'm gonna get kicked out or not. I should be able to just walk in a store without a fucking shirt. I mean, you you could just go throw a fucking bikini top on and be like, no, this is who I am. I'm, a, I'm a girl. Me. Serve me. <laughs> I feel like the the no shirt, no shoes type deal is literally just go throw fucking flip-flops and like a bra or some shit like that on, and they'll just be like, yep, all right, you're good enough. It's Florida. Sure. You're fine. <laughs> you just got to cover the nips. That's all you got to do. Yeah, I can't have those nips freed. Free the nipple was not a successful movement in the state of Florida. Really? Uh, sure, Ohio? Was it in Ohio? Can, can chicks run around without shirts in Ohio? Curious. Curious. Okay. I couldn't, I couldn't live in that society. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know if this makes me a creep automatically, but, like, I have to try to not look at women like when they're dressed scantily clad if they just weren't wearing any shirt at all it would be over for me <laughs> columbus ohio we do have one city 
All uh, right. According to gotopolis.org, there are 32 states where top freedom is in effect. The three states, Indiana, Tennessee, in three states, Indiana, Tennessee, and Utah, state law states that showing of a female breast in public is illegal. In the remaining states, laws surrounding going topless are ambiguous. Uh, well, for a minute, I thought you were going to say those are the three states where it's legal statewide, and I was going to be like, Utah? <laughs> but yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> some cities in top freedom states have passed ordinances annulling the top freedom statute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a lot of, like, South Beach, Miami, and uh, Portland, Oregon, New York City, a lot of places are, like, I don't know, a lot of places are going back on it, it but or... a little bit, yeah. Because it's because every state ha has a law regarding offenses related to nudity, indecent exposure, public lewdness, public indecency, disorderly conduct, stuff like that. So in general, I feel like even it's kind of a safety thing. Because like what I described is like I'm I'm not gonna do anything to anybody, but even I would have a hard time not like looking if women were just walking around with their tits out. Imagine like all the fucking creeps and scumbags in the world that are just gonna come like grab at you. Like I feel like for your own safety, you should probably put a shirt on. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's also like a thing where like men can walk around in the world shirtless. There is literally nothing wrong with it it's just the fact that their breasts are bigger than men that is Listen, it it's literally my just god god made me in a way that when i see booba it it does something to me like i'm sorry it's just how i came out how i was wired and i know there are people out there just like me um and it's kind of difficult to on both ends to deal with if you're just walking around swinging them around. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you and I play for the same team, buddy. I get what you're talking about. So, but like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, it doesn't, it matters to people, but like, in the long run, it doesn't really make that much of a difference. It's just anatomy. It's not a big deal. Like, if you go to different, like, societies and stuff like that, like, you go down to, like, Africa and stuff, they don't have laws or anything like that. That's true. There definitely is. It is definitely societal to some extent, but like, it's programmed in my brain now. I see. I see booby. I'm. It makes me happy. Like it's just how I work. So I don't. It, it's like kind of hard to just turn that off. So I understand why there's some sort of aversion to these laws. And like I said, I can also understand the safety reasons behind it, where there are the freaks and weirdos of the world who cannot control their attraction to Booba and do not have the common decency to not do anything illegal about it. Uh, so, Yeah, it makes sense. Do you have that problem at all, or are you immune to it? Not the, not the tits hanging out, obviously. You don't, you're not around that. But, like, do you have problems, like, not looking at women, like, when they're walking around and, like, fucking like Daisy Duke shorts and shit like just on the streets. It's really bad in Florida where just like women are wearing the the smallest amount of clothes possible because everybody's wearing the smallest amount of clothes possible. It's Florida well, yeah, cuz it's hot it's as shit hot. Down there. Um but women are just walking around in like crop tops that go up to like the bottom of their tit and like Daisy Dukes that go up to like don't even go down their whole ass cheek and it's and it's difficult not to look and that makes me feel weird but like it's 
it's just a challenge that I have to face in life. Have you had that experience at all, or are you good at just like averting? I don't like oogle at the fact well, that yeah, neither do I. But do like, I don't just like stop dead in my tracks and just fucking stare the entire goddamn time as they walk past me. Like, I'll take like, a glance or something and be like, down to places where they shouldn't be. <laughs> but like, that's normal though, because like, you you should expect some sort of attention like that. It's the same thing with like cosplay too. Like, I cosplay for attention, specifically for attention. I do characters that I like, who will also bring me attention. It's really, really satisfying to go dress up as a character for this weekend, for a weekend, and have people come up and tell you wow, you look great, or wow, that's such a cool cosplay. Oh, wow, that's my favorite character. And it's gratifying to go through all of this, like, to go and put this whole costume on that takes probably 30 minutes to go and, like, take care of and get ready and everything, just to go walk around a building and get compliments and have people take pictures of you because you put all that effort in. Like, I'm not saying that attention is okay, for what people for how people dress because like it's not like how you dress does not define who you are at all so like if you're gonna have your ass hanging out and stuff like that of course you're gonna get some looks it should be it should be uh like it should be expected knowing today's society you're going to turn some some heads if not a decent amount the the whole thing is like you there's also like the moderation aspect of it as well. Like men and women, both alike, should know if if somebody who they find attractive is doing something like that, you don't act on it or you don't do it just because of the way they dress. Too, there's definitely like a moderation a moderation Obviously. aspect of it too. But like, just in today's society, of course you're going to turn some heads doing stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's it's hard out here. Just like cuz all the shit I hear like all the stories where like women are like freaked out by this type of thing. It makes me feel like a fucking monster when fucking this happens. But at the same time, it's a very hard thing to not do entirely. Yeah, but like you don't act on it though. You don't go up and start grabbing the shit out of them though. You just Yeah, look. no. I'm like, just, if you're I'm fucking appreciate like if you stop dead in your fucking tracks and you don't fucking blink and you just go wide-eyed and just, <laughs> just follow <blink>. them <laughs> like that's not okay that's that's like seen as disrespectful so like there's some like i said there's some sort of like like moderation behind it like of course you're gonna stare and it's okay to stare because that's a thing but you cannot be like just fucking wide-eyed, unblinking, just following them down the street. Like, you can't do I cannot, that. I cannot change my primary task based on the Based sighting. on who walks past you. Yeah. yeah. So. Also, I, I see you did that. We're, we're calling it Supernatural Court Cases. Are we? Just call it either Court Cases or Supernatural. I like I like doing the like three things titles when we do the more formless stuff. That okay, that's fine. I don't think nipple freedom should be in the It's <laughs> funny because you're gonna click on it and you'd be like, nipple freedom? What is that? What are they talking about? <laughs> then you'll click on the podcast. Alright. What are we at? 
Uh, we're over an hour. We can end if you want. 9.02, we started. Yeah, we're just over an hour. We had we were talking the entire time, so I don't think there's going to be too much dead space. Yeah, yeah, I think we're I think we're probably about good. Yeah, we could probably end it there. All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening to Detour Ahead. Colochu, where can our listeners find you? You can find me on YouTube as Colochu. Let's go. Based. Yes, queen. Slay. Girl boss. Uh, anyway, uh, you can find me. Riley, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> uh, in the link tree, uh, which is <laughs> in the description and in my pinned tweet on Twitter, at RileyTweets. Um, it's got all my shit in there. You know, Twitch, YouTube, fucking... Although I don't use Twitch anymore, but it's in there. Uh, and, like, all my podcasts and shit and social media. You know, all that kind of business. Uh, let's check it out. Uh, if you don't want to go pursue the link in the description or Twitter, if you're just so lazy that you're like, I will not go find a link. I, I, I'm only going to do it if I type it in my thing right now. Um, that's going to be linktr.ee slash Riley Cinematic Universe. And that's the show, folks. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been Riley. I have been Colochu. And we'll see you next week. OJ Simpson did nothing wrong. <laughs>